Hello, I'm Sarah Vine and this is Sarah Vine's Female Half Hour from Mail Plus. I'm joined this week and every week by my friend and co-host Imogen Edwards-Jones. Hello, darling. Hello. So, what are you doing for the summer? Oh, God, I'm hopefully lying down somewhere. <laughs> That's what I would really like to do. Lying down with an IV of wine. In a darkened room. Yeah, in a, a darkened room. I'm yes. sitting in an IV of wine. Well, I shall give my children a medical cosh. Good idea. And that'll be that. Good idea. <laughs> or ship them off to somebody Ship else. them off. I've shipped one of them off today. Uh, it's always good fun, that. Yes. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah. Yes, you're somebody else's problem. Yes, yes, for, exactly. For now. No, it's just endless meals. That's well, I'm going to be, I want to be doing some reading. I'm going to go away and do some reading. Oh, okay. and, and that's why we're doing a summer book special. Oh, okay, great. In fact, there's our second summer book special, which feels like, you know. Wow, we might actually have some longevity. We might have some longevity. (laughs) But we're going to be talking to Santa. Yes. Montefiore. Yes. And Wendy Holden. Brilliant. Two brilliant authors. Great. About their choices for books. So when you go on holiday, what sort of books do you like to take? Light ones. (laughs) Ones that don't weigh very much. (laughs) A paperback. 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 As you know, I do often look at the top 10 Sunday Times bestseller. Well, because I'm quite geeky like that, because that is my, supposed to be, business. Yes. Yes. So I've already read the book of the summer, supposedly, called Yellow Face. Good. Yes. I thought it was going to be more exciting. What's it about? Plagiarism uh, and the book's business. Okay. But all I can say is the American book's business is clearly much more interesting than the British (laughs) book's business. (laughs) But I find that I increasingly listen to audiobooks when I'm on holiday because I'm lazy. I don't want to use my eyes. Also, you've got suntan lotion on. (laughs) (laughs) No, I do. I I put my AirPods in and I listen to a book, which I really like. You don't need a big hat. A big hat and some AirPods. Right. Well, it's, it all depends on who's narrating it, though. Yes, yeah, so you can get some yes, incredible get some, ones. Yes, or some really irritating ones. Yeah, that's also true. Yes. But I quite like it because I can sometimes just rewind a bit. Do you not find yourself falling asleep and then snoring and then suddenly waking up and having missed three chapters? <laughs> just well, saying, that, asking for a friend. That happens to me in almost every circumstance, <laughs> not just reading books. I also listen to a lot of podcasts on holiday as mm. well. But it's interesting. I think more and more people do, especially on holiday. Well, I think it's, we well, spend you, so much time reading. But it was also, you used to take a Kindle on holiday, didn't you? No, I've never Have had you a never Kindle. Done that? No, 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 I actually like the sniff you of like the, the paper. You like the sniff of the paper, mm. yeah. I do too. I quite like that sort of, you know. Also, there's something very, very satisfying about having a book that's been blown by sand. by sand and water <laughs> and it's sort of doubled yeah. in size. Yeah. And then there's something joyful about leaving it or yeah. taking it with you. And there's sort of, it reminds you of where you've been. Yeah. I find a Kindle a bit joyless, I'm afraid. Men like Kindles mm. for some reason, I don't really understand. Probably because they're grey. <laughs> Have you seen and the Barbie joyless. film? Yes, yes I have seen the, Yes, yes, this is very true. Yes, it's very but, Ken. Have <laughs> a Kindle, Ken's Kindle, Ken's Kindle. Mm. Well, I think also because I can't really see in the sunshine. No, very difficult these yes. days. One has to get reader sunglasses. Have you got a pair of reader sunglasses? I do think that is almost the end of the world. To have reading sunglasses. I feel if you've got reader sunglasses, which I have, yes, you're really just accepting that you're no, just I now ancient. No, I used to have special ones that clipped on. Oh God. <laughs> That's worse. I had clip-on sunglasses. That's worse. Yes. No, I get my reader sunglasses from goodlookers.com. Oh, I say. Really? Which is very good. They do very... You know those sort of kind of middle-aged, big reading glasses that are all the rage Jackie at the Jackie Collins yes. sort of glasses. They do those, and then they do them in sunglass form. Oh, they you, sound like a must-have. You can pretend that you're not 7,000 years old. Yes, on the you beach. can hide behind them yes. while reading a Jackie Collins. <laughs> anyway, on to our summer books special. Okay. 
as well as being a brilliant novelist in her own right, friend of the show, Santa Montefiore, is also one of the first people I turn to when I need a literary recommendation. So Santa joins us now for summer book special. And I've got some good books Many for you books. to pack. Okay, Santa, tell us your Obviously books. mine. Yes, obviously <laughs> Obviously yours. mine. Okay, so these are books, I have to say right now, that mm. I'm really bad at buying current books. I know I should buy yes, current yeah. books because I'm an author and I want people to buy my books. So yeah. I should be also buying current books. But I'm so immersed in researching my own book, mm. which is Victorian Cornwall, mm. that I've been reading Daphne du Maurier's Hungry oh, Hill again. Yeah. And, you know, Fingersmith, mm. Sarah Waters that's a, such again. That's a good book. One of the best plots so, I've ever read. Yes. Yeah. Unbelievable. Such it, a good book. And quite racy. Yeah. Really racy. Yeah. Really racy. Yeah. She's a very good writer. Yeah. Yes. I absolutely love her books. Yes. Um, so I'm not going to be recommending books that are out literally mm. this week. Well, let's I'm recommending spend, some favourites. Yeah, well, let's recommend Fingersmith yeah. for a start. Well, Fingersmith, I think, is a stunning book. Mm. And it's got two or three twists in there that you don't see coming. Mm. And I felt I'd almost been punched in the stomach at one of those twists mm. and how she pulled it off. And I never saw it coming. And I think actually as plots go, that's probably one of the yes. best. Just outline it. Gosh, uh, Victorian, it's two, I don't want to give it away. There are mm. two babies. There's a woman called Mrs. Suxby who adopts babies. She's like a foster mother. Yeah. But it's Victorian London and they're mm. all crooks and thieves yes. and pickpockets and things like that. And there's this man called Gentleman who's really sinister and mm. scary. And Gentleman, you know, Gentleman comes around. He comes around. Everybody's really terrified of Gentleman. <laughs> and he comes around with his top hat and he's rather sort of dapper. Anyway, they concoct a plot to plant their daughter or the sort of daughter of the house mm. into this rather sort of gothic, scary house in the countryside where this old man is in order to sort of defraud him of his will or mm. something like that. Dickensian. It's very Dickensian. Yes. And so she goes off to be a lady's maid to the granddaughter or mm. the great niece or whoever who's kind of like a prisoner in the house. And the man who lives in the house is very secretive and nobody's allowed into his room unless they put special gloves on. I mean, it's it's a very yeah. weird, it's dark. But dark, but absolutely pulls you in. Yeah. And it's fascinating what happens. Mm. But it's twists and turns and her research is really impeccable mm. her writing is beautiful mm. it's pacey but very detailed it's really good book, and really good yeah. I mean I think and she's one some of the best. the best sex scenes I've ever read I'd say very good yeah, yeah that's, that's very good and actually it's not easy to get <laughs> no. sex scenes right no. I tend not really to write hard. sex scenes yes. I insinuate a bit does the camera pull away it does pull away a bit yeah you know yeah. you start there's some bits I'm very, very good hard. at the kissing mm. I'm very good at the caressing bits I agree. but as soon as we get into the sort of Actual, hot and heavy stuff yeah. I do tend to put yes. away because then I I feel like oh I don't know how they're really hard they're to write they're hard to write yeah, yeah. They are and also hard. my father reads them and I sort of <laughs> I get a bit embarrassed thinking my father reading sort of sex do you know what when I read my Witches of St. Petersburg book I had my editor rang me up and said Imogen the sex scenes that you've got in your book and I was thinking oh here we go and she, she said uh uh, we quite like them in the office. Uh, could we have a couple more? And I've never had that in my life. No, no, I have to say, Imogen, you are very good at writing sex scenes because well, do you remember that short story? Oh, yes. 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 Which was, Which was years ago. Yes. And it was called... Were well, you had people having sex on peas. It was for charity. You're not meant to say that because the, we, we don't anonymous. Have, our names don't go above our books. The names are listed. No, let's not mention the But then the, the stories no. are it anonymous. Was called, it was called... Some, in Bed With. In Bed that's right. Yeah. And yours, I won't even, I was going to imitate somebody in your Mine book, was but quite I won't rude. now, I because otherwise I'll 
Exposing Wasn't you. yours a gardener or a plumber You're or not something? meant to yes. say that. Oh, a horny-handed gardener. Yes. <laughs> it was abs and this, this is my fancy. Over the wall. <laughs> uh, this book was so published so many years ago. It was a charity book, wasn't yeah. it? No, it wasn't. wasn't no, it no, it was definitely book. for Ward. Oh, okay. uh, it was called In Bed With and it had amazing people in it. Had uh, you, Santa. Uh, Faye Weldon, yeah. Esther Freud, yeah. all writing under our porn names. Yes, yeah. it was bloody funny. It was very funny. I can't even remember my porn name, yeah. but it's probably my dog and yeah. my... I think it was your was first something. pet and your street yes. or something. Yes. Anyway, I've forgotten. What, oh, but anyway, I've been called good. Bernie Dummer. <laughs> I don't think I called that's myself Bernie very, Dummer. That's, that's not, not very sexy, is it? <laughs> Bernie, not really <laughs> sexy. Anyway, so moving on, it's from Fingersmith. Yeah. So Neil Gaiman, I love American Gaiman. Gods has to be a masterpiece, okay. don't you think? Yes. I think all his books are really extraordinary because his imagination. I mean, I'd like to just dive in there for yeah. a for a day. Mm. He, there was that one about a whole city under London. I can't remember what it was called. Oh, yes. I haven't Which read was that. Brilliant. That was also made into a movie, I think. Was yes. It? Yes. Because uh, American one. Gods was made into American a movie. And Gods so was, was Stardust. Into a series. Yeah, which is brilliant. Did you ever see Stardust? I don't see Stardust. That was, no. Oh, that was fantastic. Yeah. That had Robert De Niro in yeah. it and uh, Michelle Pfeiffer yeah. and a fantastic cast. Yeah. But the book is amazing mm. too. He's extraordinary. Mm. So American Gods... It's really about when immigrants moved to America, they took all their gods with them. And yet they stopped worshipping their gods. So the wow. gods are all really pissed off. And, wow. and the gods are walking and living among people, but forgotten. What a brilliant idea. And it's a very clever idea yeah. of trying to be noticed again. Mm. And it's, it's got some twists and turns in it. And the end is actually quite extraordinary. Mm. You just think, how did he think of that? He's really brilliant. Mm. Gosh. Okay. So that's a very good one. Okay. Then the other two, Madeline Miller. Yes, I Who love wrote her. Songs of Achilles. Yes. And Circe. Yes, And I read good, them last them. summer. Yep. And stunning. Mm. And I actually went on to Amazon because I just wanted to make sure that I got the title. I think it's Song of Achilles rather than Songs of Achilles. So I just wanted to check. And she's had so many reviews. It's like 56,000 reviews. No, really? I'm a little jealous, <laughs> to put it mildly. It's such a good book. But though, they both. are I haven't, I've both. only read the first one. This, okay, well, so, okay, well, Song of Achilles is absolutely stunning okay, as well. Okay, I should read that then. Um, and you. I think, wasn't it made into a movie? Anyway, I have Brad Pitt in my head. <laughs> I always He's have Brad Pitt. Yes. I always have Brad Pitt in my Welcome head. Welcome to Sarah's brain. Yes. It's full of Brad Pitt. <laughs> yes, exactly. Forget Neil Gaiman's brain. Let's go into Sarah's. I like that better. Oh, actually. my God. Yes. <laughs> if Brad Pitt's in there, I like going there, there too. He's eating crisps Is at he? Wimbledon. Yeah. Is he? Is he, he looked very young. Mm. He Lots did. Do you know he's 61? That's amazing. Wow. He looks 41. Yeah. He's, mean, he's the real Benjamin Button. He's he is the real Benjamin Button. going on there? How do they always have hair? Why is it that all the men I know Well, I mean, I think hair? it's fairly easy for them to have a nice Yes, you can buy hair. Yeah. You can buy hair. Yes, you can buy hair. That's not hard. I mean, yes, I'd like to know who his personal trainer is. Yeah. Mm. He looks pretty good. So I don't know why I have him in my head when I think of Song of Achilles, <laughs> okay. which does help. But those two books were Actually, he really looked terrible stunning. when he did Troy. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Yes, of. I'm probably, probably thinking yes. of Troy. Yes. You're right, actually. Yes. I think I am. But I think when I read the book, I thought of him too. Yes. Okay. You know, running across swiftly, running yes. across because of course he's Achilles. Yes. So he's very swift. Yes. I think I was thinking of Brad Pitt. <laughs> it's like all all my heroes when I write my novels, my heroes always turn into Rupert Everett, <laughs> a young Rupert Everett. <laughs> oh, I'm not surprised. Oh, he's so he's handsome. So handsome. Yes. Oh, yeah. And yeah. actually. Even the, the and latest. And funny too. And funny too. Yeah, but my funny. late, but he's dark and he's complex yeah. and he's mm. many layers. And my, but wait for me, 
the one that's just out now. The guy's actually called Rupert Dash. I didn't even bother to change the name. Rupert Dash. Yeah, it's called Rupert Dash. Dash. I couldn't have Rupert Everett. I thought, let that... Rupert do you, do, Dash. Do you write with his photograph on I your... I don't need it. It's in my head. Oh, okay. Always. Always so, in my no, head. No, no, Santa has a Rupert Everett tattoo. Didn't you know yes. that? See, I used to have him on my wall when I was at school. <laughs> and when my sister met him, I was beyond excited etc and finally she introduced me to him mm. and it was it's quite a moment when you actually mm. meet somebody that you've had on your wall mm. all yeah. through your school yes. days yes. and he did not disappoint and he's actually become a great friend now well but, you know him because of your yes, movie do, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but uh talk about meeting your idols I remember once being offered to interview David Bowie and I decided not to because I was so in love with him, I thought I couldn't. Either I'd make a right tit of myself in front of him or he would disappoint. So I just yes. thought it was easier not to. Yes. No, well, as you say, making a tit of yourself. Mm. I met Ray Fines <laughs> at this event only because I was one of the first people to go into the restaurant because we were told dinner is served mm. and nobody else moved. I did, being a goody-goody. There was no one but this one man sitting at the bar with his back to me. So I went up and sat on the stool next to him and said, hello. And it was Ray Fines, <laughs> And it was the most awful sort of five, ten minutes probably of my life because I turned to talk to him and he looks at you with this very cool stare and it's, hello. I felt like Rachel in Friends, yeah. jabbering away, <laughs> wittering on, you know, awful, the sort of things that, you know, you you just don't ever wish to say because you're exposing yourself as a a sort of really ghastly just vomiting fan, into the void, yeah. vomiting into the void, and he's just looking at me coolly and probably a little bewildered as yes. I'm just digging my own hole. Yes. And oh, who's and if, this twittering? Yes, person? who's this twittering? You know, bimbo who's just oh, it was awful. It was so embarrassing. I've, I've actually blush just thinking about it. Yeah, you have it. gone pink. Yes, but I have gone pink. Because sitting next to him, I then couldn't say, oh, sorry, it's you. Yes, it's I'll you. leave you. It's yes. you. I'll leave yes. you. I had to act like I was very cool. Yes. And I'm not, oh, I'm not that phased. Old, that old Oscar-winning oh, yes, actor. yes, exactly. It's only yeah. Rafe. Yeah, sure. And I was, I'm, I was mortifying. I was embarrassing. That's very funny. No, so sometimes you don't, it's not a good thing to meet no, your idols. No, don't meet your idol, No. 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 Have you got one more book? I there? do have one book, but I can't say very much about it because I haven't I've only started reading it. And Hannah Rothschild's High Time. Oh yes. Is I know that it's yeah. extremely good because I've read her yeah. other books. Yes. Um so she's an in, brilliant, brilliant writer. She she's is. incredibly intelligent. Yeah. She's one of these people who's a very impressive person because she's got a memory. I went to a dinner with her recently where she was introducing everyone. She just stood up and introduced everyone. There must be about 20 of us around the table. And really sort of important world leaders around the table. And yet she seamlessly went, I would have forgotten everybody's name because <laughs> just out of nerves. But she gave a little resume about every single person, didn't fluff up a single line, was gracious and charming about everybody. I mean, she's so impressive mm. and she's incredibly nice as well and very intelligent. And High Time is absolutely Hannah Rothschild at her best. And I've started reading it, but I am saving it for Sicily. But I know that's going to be a wonderful read. So you're saving it for Gatwick Airport. I'm saving it for Gatwick yeah, Airport. You're saving I'm going it, to be stranded. <laughs> yes. When you're sitting on the tarmac yes, for five exactly. hours. Yes, yes. <laughs> but at least I'll have a good book. Yes, yes. perfect. Well, thank you. I shall get all of those. Yes, yes. Actually. And Imogen oh. Edwards Jones. Oh, yes. Oh, no, I just recommend Imogen. <laughs> yes. No, no, I've actually read that, but I would very... It is very funny. I would highly recommend highly that if you want really, really proper laughs. Yes. Yeah. And Thank entertainment yeah. and Thank a well-written, intelligently written, witty book. About, I, I recommend that. About how annoying everybody is. Yeah. About how much you hate your life. <laughs> yes. yes. There you go. Yes. We have to laugh. We have to laugh. You That's all you can laugh. do in we the face do. of horrible, yes. awful lives. Yes. You have to laugh. And your next book? 
uh, you mean my next book? Mm. But not wait because you do the books as well, don't you? I do. You mean write them? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So the next one comes out. Actually, I've got Wait For Me is out now in hardback. And then the next hardback is next July called Shadows in the Moonlight. Oh, that's beautiful. And it's the start of a new series. Oh, that's exciting. That's quite fun. It's yes. actually time travel. Wow. It's a psychic medium linking into a earthbound spirit in a house, sliding back into Victorian Cornwall to Ooh. find out what happened in order to settle the soul and help them move on in the present. Wow. And it's going to be the same character in each of the books. It's like a psychic detective. But How each brilliant. house has a different spirit in a different case. Oh, I love that idea. Oh, yeah. So it's quite great. a fun idea. So yes. this is the first one, Shadows yes, for A first of, do you know how many? Well, they've bought three, Good. Orion. Yeah. Um, but I'm hoping, you know, I'm, I'm seeing 20 forever. and a yes. huge super yacht and yes. you two lying and, on the deck uh, in your bikinis and, and, and my super yacht. And a Netflix series directed Absolutely. by Tim Burton and all With that With Rupert sort of Everett thing. in it. With yes. Rupert Everett and, and Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt. Yeah. Brad Who Pitt. are you having? Uh, oh, God, don't ask me that. Uh, well, I'm having Brad Pitt. You're having Rupert Everett. I'll have Rupert Everett. Who are you going to have? I might have some lady. Oh, there you go. Okay, that shuts us all up. <laughs> I'm joking. You'll have Ray Fines. Obviously. Yeah, well, obviously. No, you can't bring Ray Fines <laughs> to my No, my yard is too mortifying. Yes. I'll just go and dig another hole. <laughs> well, thank you. That was Santa Montefiore. We'll put a link to her website in the show notes. Wendy Holden is the best-selling novelist behind the Laura Lake novels, and we cannot wait for her new book, The Princess, to hit the shelves later this month. But in the meantime, we've invited Wendy to tell us which books she thinks are unputdownable and we should be reading while on our summer holidays. Wendy joins us now. Hello, Wendy. Hi, Sarah. Thanks for having me on. Are you in Yorkshire? Or have I just imagined that? Derbyshire. Derbyshire. Just a little bit south of Yorkshire. Very nice. So tell us your books. Okay. I've got lots of lovely books. They're mostly about contemporary couples. So the first book I'd recommend is called Bad Summer People. It's by Emma Rosenblum and mm. published by Michael Joseph. Mm. So it's an exclusive island full of competitive rich people. Ooh. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> Some are regulars, Jason, his best friend, Sam, and their sleek and glossy wives, Lauren and Jen, are about to find out. <laughs> it all starts with the arrival of the tennis club's professional summer coach. Handsome Robert will do anything and anyone to get ahead but does this include murder oh this sounds great sounds very good yeah it sounds a bit like super cam remember that wonderful book <laughs> oh uh, yes that was great that yes. was such a great yes. book oh uh, wendy that JG, sounds brilliant jg ballard yeah it is a bit like that but kind of i suppose it's more sort of glamorous in that it's people's beautiful hands more love island people. less yes, less exactly. dystopian it's yeah. more it's more, more love island yeah 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 it's more, more fun. yeah the second one i would recommend is Imogen's book, Have You Got Anything Stronger? Mine? Like, yours. <laughs> Imogen, I loved your book. I love that Imogen pretends to be surprised. Oh. It's very funny, her book. You'll adore this roller coaster riot of contemporary city motherhood. Encouraged by her friends, hampered by her family, our frank and feisty heroine tackles not one midlife crisis, but many. Husbands, useless. Children, rude. Wealthy London, entitled, and the career choices of the middle-aged woman are just a few of the comic targets. Fabulous. <laughs> it Aww. is very funny. Thank it is you, very Wendy. funny. And it, Thank it, you. It, but it's basically a book about how Imogen hates her life. It, obviously, yes. <laughs> now, the third book I'd recommend, again, this is in this of contemporary urban living and, and fashionable couples. Yeah. Mm. It's called The Couples. 
helpfully by Lauren McKenzie, published by Michael Joseph. Three glamorous young Dublin couples, best friends, are about to be blown apart by an affair. It starts with a silly game at a birthday party and ends in devastation and betrayal. The group's most destructive member is the one to blame. A story about modern relationships on the one hand, it's also a study of recklessness. It's sharp, it's sexy, and it's superb. Good. Excellent. You're very welcome. Um, and I was just going to write, round it up by recommending a classic novel, one that's not recently published. Yeah. But it has got a sort of holiday theme. I wanted to recommend a couple of books inspired by some of my favourite holiday places. Mm. And the first one I would recommend is A Movable Feast by Ernest Hemingway, if people haven't read that. It's a breezy, romantic, funny account of life in Mm. left-bank Paris in the 1920s, among such writers and artists as Gertrude Stein and so on. And in fact, it's a great unexpected read because it shines a really funny light on people that you didn't imagine were all that funny. So there's a really hilarious chapter about when Hemingway and F. Scott Fitzgerald go down to Lyon and their car breaks down and it's there's all kinds of trouble. It's a bit like Laurel and Hardy. It's just ridiculous. Mm. And then there's the, you find out some unexpected things such as Ezra, sorry, <laughs> Ezra Pound could put up, you know, the Shakespeare book, Shakespeare and Company in Paris. Yeah. Ezra Pound put up the bookshelves. <laughs> Who knew he could do that? So that's one I was... It sounds brilliant. It sounds well, brilliant, yeah. he, wasn't, he wasn't just an ace editor. I did not know that. And the other one I wanted to recommend also inspired by holiday places is Rebecca, obviously a big, big book, big holiday book, but because it combined two of my favourite places, Monte Carlo and Cornwall, which not many books do, I thought it was worth mentioning because, of course, the heroine, the second Mrs. De Winter. They're indistinguishable, Monte Carlo and Cornwall, very they similar are. places. So many, in so many ways they are. But to me, it's true. They're both full of rich people who are very rude to the locals. That's true. <laughs> I bet you would never find in Cornwall what I once saw in Monte Carlo in a shop up by the casino. It was a glass-topped coffee table with an AK-47 set into the top. Oh. And I think if you if you could find that in, um, in Penzance, I would be surprised, but you, you never know. Sometimes. For the gangster in your life. For, for the gangster in your oh, life, yes. yes. For the, gangster yes. In your life. For the Russian drug dealer in yeah. your life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Brilliant. Very funny. Well, thank you, Wendy. That was brilliant. What sort of thing do you think makes us a good summer book, a good summer reading? Is it the sex? Uh, Is it the bougainvillea? I think it's. I think it's the setting. You know, I think it needs glamorous and fun and something. I mean, I really love glamorous lifestyle details. I'm really nosy about other people's lives, particularly the kind of people you see in smart holiday places. And so if you like going to glamorous places on holiday and you wonder about the people that you see around you, these books are are perfect for that. I'm not particularly looking for escapism. I'm looking for sort of urban detail and and wit and something that's a bit daring, fast-paced, something that's a bit different from, you know, normal life, I'd say. Yeah, sort of real escapism. Yeah, exactly. These books are all about quite sort of very cleverly written. Yeah. And very sharp, you know, so it's funny and thought-provoking. Yeah. And actually, I mean, Imogen's book's really sad too. You know, there were really sad moments in it. So it's not just, you know... Uh, oh, it is sad. It is sad. It's, it's really wonderful in me. Oh, thank you, darling. Oh. Thank you. So your new book has got the same people? No, it hasn't. Oh. I'm going to actually resurrect You them. must. You must. I want to know what happens next. 
now that her husband started behaving himself. And I was so interested in the kids and all that was so amazing. I've never read such flinching accounts of an affair as yours. It was absolutely amazing. Oh, it was thank it was you. Flaubertian in its um, unflinchingness. That's a very good word, Flaubertian. Oh gosh, I'm actually going pink now. <laughs> <laughs> well thanks, Wendy. My pleasure. Thank you. That was Wendy Holden. We'll put a link to her website in the show notes. And in a few weeks' time, we'll be inviting her back for a very special interview to coincide with the release of her book about the young Princess Diana, The Princess. Very good book. If you enjoy listening to The Half Hour, why not visit mailplus.co.uk slash subscribe to get access to all of our podcasts, videos, opinion pieces and more. If you would like to get in touch, tweet us at mailplus, me at Westminster Wag. And once again, Imogen's still not on Twitter. You've been listening to Female Half Hour with me, Sarah Vine and the social media staff, Imogen Edwards-Jones. Thank you for listening. 